John chapter 19, verse 28. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scriptures might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. Now a vessel filled with sour wine was sitting there, and they filled the sponge with sour wine and put it on hyssop and put it in, uh, put it to his mouth. So they were supposed to suck on the sponge to get the spoil or the wine out of it. Verse 30. So when Jesus had finished the sour wine, or received the sour wine, excuse me, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and he gave up his spirit. Father, we bless you, we honor you, we give you glory, honor and praise for all that you're doing and all that you're about to do and all that you have in store and on this assignment and on this journey. Father, I take a hold of this entire atmosphere right now because it's conducive to what you placed in me. That not one spirit will rule over anything that I have to say or do through the streaming as well. Father, you raise me up as an apostolic leader who has authority to decree and declare the truth and the authority of your word to set your people free. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, 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 amen. Go ahead and take your seats. I want to make sure this is, this is communicated well, and I want to make sure that I, I don't razzle-dazzle you. Um, but, but Jesus is going through a process, and uh, he said, so that scripture can be fulfilled. And he says, knowing that all things were now accomplished. Accomplished is to complete an activity or process. Accomplished is to complete an activity or process. So Jesus is hanging on the cross because he couldn't die until the activity and the process was over. The Bible said that scripture had been fulfilled. So Jesus had to know what scripture said in order to fulfill scripture and know when things were accomplished. You cannot know when things of God are accomplished when you don't know scripture. So Jesus knows scripture and because he knows scripture, he says within himself, all things have been accomplished. Scripture has been fulfilled. So now it puts him in another place. He finished. He said, it is finished. So he completed the activity, the process. He completed it. What God sent him to the earth on his assignment to do, based on scripture, it was accomplished. So now he can bow his head and give up the spirit. Because what he was supposed to do, the assignment for him existing in the earth, had been done. 
So he said, it is finished. Uh, faith or finish it by faith. Finish it by faith is my title. You won't finish if you don't have faith. You may quit. You may die. But just because you died doesn't mean that things were accomplished that should have been accomplished. All right. So you can't say it's over and you haven't accomplished the activity of the process that he has for you. Now, when Jesus said this, he is referencing to Isaiah 53. So let's turn there. He is referencing to Isaiah 53 verse 5. So when he says, it is finished. I'm going to read to you in verse 5 of Isaiah 53, what was accomplished. In Isaiah 53 verse 5. It has been accomplished. This is what it says. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He took care of that. He was bruised for our iniquities. He took care of that. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. This was said prior to the crucifix. This is what was being accomplished. So our transgressions were taken care of. He was bruised for our iniquities. Those are the sins of us and our fathers. He took care of that. He took the chastisement for us to have peace. How do we not have peace? When he took chastisement, you got to know what's been paid for or you'll continue to pay a debt that doesn't exist. That's why I got to help us. You're not going to make me pay for something I know he already paid for. All right. Stay with me. And by his stripes, we are healed. So he took care of sickness. It may come on you, but it can't stay. All right. I want to deal with iniquity because the iniquity is very important. Iniquity, you can hear more about it in Exodus 34 and verse 7. It speaks of the iniquities of our fathers that impact three to four generations. So if you were to look in Exodus 34 verse 7, it's speaking of the iniquities of our fathers. That impact the third to the fourth generation. Now, why, why did he deal with the iniquities? Because everything before you, at least three or four generations, could be impacting you. If you don't know what he done for the iniquities of your father, you fathers, you will carry the negativity. From those who came before you. And you'll walk in it like it's yours. Alright. 
Let's go back to Ham. Curse be Cain. So generations, at least three to four generations are impacted. And it can go further if there is no knowledge of certain things. So Jesus has to deal with iniquities, especially the iniquities of the fathers. Because biblically, they can stay with a person for three or four generations. But Jesus was bruised for our iniquities. If he was bruised for our iniquities, why do we still walk in the iniquities of our fathers? The, the, answer, the answer is here. The, the answer is here. It's done. It's a done deal. But the absence of the knowledge of it and the embracing of freedom causes you to walk like a prisoner. Oh, I'm on preaching liberty in here. <laughs> yeah. Because if you, you want to stay bound, I'm not the man to be around. I got the keys to the kingdom. So Jesus was bruised for those iniquities so we would not pay the price for our father's actions. He didn't want us paying the price for what they done. And he didn't want the ones coming after us to pay the price for what we done. So he was bruised so that we wouldn't pay the price. And he was bruised so they wouldn't pay the price. It's, it's all, it, it, isn't that in your scripture? Every bit of that is just, you, you got to make up your mind. Why you come to a word that believes the church and you don't believe the word? All right, okay. So let me help you. Jesus finished it. All right. Let's go somewhere. Genesis 11. Now, according to my research, Nimrod led this revolt. Based on my Bible, Nimrod came from Canaan. Canaan being Ham's son. This joker got this way of seeing things that's not healthy for anybody. So I'm going to read to you and I'm going to show you what happened and I'm going to bring it home. Can I bring it home? Some people say, well, I'm too old to fix this. No, you lived in it too long. How dare you live in something that long and then say you're too, long, you're too old to fix it now. Remember, Finish it by faith. You don't have faith. You can't finish it. Genesis 11 verse 1. Now the whole earth had one language. 
and one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar. And they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, come let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. They had brick for stone and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves. Let, listen to this, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, indeed, the people are one and they all have one language. And this is what they begin to do. Now, nothing that they, what? Propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down and there confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth and they ceased building the city. Therefore, its name is called, okay, it's where Jezebel comes from. Anyway, that's a, <laughs> Babel. Because there the Lord confused the language of all the, of, <laughs> of all the earth. And from there, the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. They had a project. They were building a tower to heaven. They had wrong motives. God came down, cursed them with confusion. They stopped building. Now, I want you to get this. I want you to get this. How many projects do you have that are not complete? How many projects we have that's not complete? You can't do it by yourself. And see, this is the kind of thing. You, it's, it's not... Uh, how well you start is more about how well you finish. Right, let's use some examples. It's a beautiful wedding. Many pictures. Everybody's excited. Five years later, you're divorced. You didn't finish. See, th this particular curse I'm talking about, these iniquities will cause confusion when you're trying to build. And if you get some that, that their DNA is accustomed to that curse, and in the midst of building, confusion breaks out. Now, you know, some of y'all hadn't given a whole lot to refresh, but it's taken my life. So I'm fully vested. So, which means, if you bring confusion, I'll lose everything I poured into it. So I want you to think, 
They're building this tower up to Babel. God comes because their motives are wrong and confuse their language. All the material and the labor that they put in ended. That's just like investing and then you lose all you have invested because of the conflict that is amongst you. I can see when you hadn't invested anything, but when you invested a whole lot, you can lose a whole lot. That's why most of us are afraid to invest now. We're afraid to commit to assignments. We're afraid to give tithes and offerings. We're afraid to give into special projects. You want to know why? Because we have been a part of things that started but never finished. That's what your problem is. You saw it start. There was a, uh, a church years ago. I won't say your name. Uh, they were having a building fund when I was... 10. I'm 57. They ain't built nothing yet. Let me, let me help us. Let me help us. Ain't no curse going to linger in this house. No. 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 They could not work together. And all that was invested was lost. They were scattered abroad. They stopped building. They had a good thing. Well, not a good thing, but it, it, was, a, it, was, it was productive. They were on their way. They had wrong motives. They were a part of a way of thinking that now God has to confuse them. Let me tell you what's happened to most of our African-American business in churches. I'm going to talk straight tonight. Confusion broke out. And then the ones who were bringing material stopped bringing material. And the Bible said they were scattered throughout the abroad throughout the whole earth. Yeah. So you see all these incomplete projects. And if you're in it, you will demonstrate it in your house. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say it just like, I'm, I'm gonna, I need to clean up my language because other people are watching me now. Don't keep them if they're causing confusion. They're not trying to stop the vision. They're trying to stop the building. Okay. All right. All right. All right. That's why your home hadn't gone any further. And it's not going to go any further until the confusion gets out of your house. All right. It's the way you stop. It's a strategic way 
that you stop something that can be very productive. And, it, and it, yes. And you had to be careful, especially when you have a heavenly project. I came to help. Did you? Okay. All right. So scripture said they begin to build. They were on their way. I've seen businesses in the, in the, in the delight time of this ministry. I've seen businesses where people come together and then confusion work uh, breaks out and then it ends. I'm like, y'all both got on the I am the one shirt. How in the world confusion broke out? Now you got an empty building down there that could have been yours if y'all could have kept it together. I, and this is just this is just my experience. This is just my experience. So you got a hair salon. So you have four or five refresh beauticians in the hair salon, and then confusion breaks out. So this one says, I got to go get a booth somewhere else. And this one says, I got to go get a booth somewhere else. And then the owner or the leaser loses their building. In the beginning, you said, this is going to be a good partnership. And then the curse shows up. I said, at first you believe you're all excited. You're, you're, we're all in. We're celebrating. We're doing a praise party. And then the curse shows up. Then, uh, uh, Apostle, can I get a meeting with you? I know what it's about. It's about your partner. And it's been going on and on and on and on. And nobody says anything about it. It has become normal. And so many of us have lost so much of our investment. Dealing with people who want to be under a curse. Dealing with people who are accustomed to confusion. Well, when do I get a chance to give my opinion? Never. We have a Bible that we learn from and we live by. And we say, God, lead us through your truth. Your word is true. Okay. Okay. Jesus finished. In spite of Peter. In spite of Judas. <laughs> you got to understand. I want, I, want to, I want you to be wise when you leave out of here tonight. Because everything that starts well. Don't always end well. If a curse is lurking in somebody's intellect. 
you have to ask yourself, when, you do, when you're leading something, ask yourself, are you here for the vision or are you here for the money? I've been, I've been going through, uh, over the last week or two, I've been going through all the spreadsheets, all the records, looking at everything. I've been looking at everything. Because I know what I'm, I, I believe God wants us to do next, but I got I to gotta really count the cost. I got to look at everything. So I've been highlighting spreadsheets. Y'all thought all I did was preach and highlight my Bible. I've been highlighting the spreadsheets. Say, okay, we spent this last year but we don't have that. So I check that off. Do, is this productive? If it's not, I mark that off. So that's what I've been doing. Because it's very important when you're investing a whole lot that you count the cost. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Who's with you? Have you vetted them properly for what you're trying to do? You run their credit. Because if you don't vet them properly, confusion is going to break out. And you may have a foundation, but you will never have the house you desire. See, some of you, some of you, you have great vision, but you have wrong partners. I'm not talking about marriage. They don't even want to go where you're trying to go. We want to bless people. They want to bless themselves. They don't want to go where you want to go. Okay. There's a difference. Whenever you find an attitude is a sign that they want to bless themselves. Hard to get an attitude when you're blessing others. It's hard to get an attitude when you're blessing others. Y'all okay? Now, now I, I have to educate you because we can see the curse moving. You can see those people invested all of that, all of them. And then we, we said, well, well, God is the one that confused their language. Well, they were the ones that were thinking like that and, and speaking like that. They caused God to come down and say, no, 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 no. All right. So their language, they have a language barrier now. Even if you all speak English doesn't mean you all understand one another. I've talked to people before and I said, you know, they say I said this. I said, that's not what I said. That means I said something, but they had their interpretation of it and I had my interpretation of it. There are people who said, I preach at them. I'm like, at what point did I preach at you? Where did you become that important that I will use all my time when I'm reaching thousands of people to narrow myself down and belittle myself to address something personal with you that I don't have enough information to address? Okay. Okay. All right. Acts chapter 2. Now, 
This problem should have been over, Sasha. <laughs> it, should have, it should have been over. This, this problem should have been over at this point. Acts chapter 2, verse 7 and verse 8. Stay with me, guys. Listen, listen. I'm for you. I'm, I'm for you. I'm 100 for you. I'm, I don't know about you. I don't like losing money. I don't like losing money. I don't like losing time. If they walked away from building everything that they had invested, it doesn't tell how long they were building, but they were making progress. They were making progress. You got to be careful when you're making progress and confusion breaks out. Acts chapter 2, verse 7 and verse 8. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are, all, are not all these who speak Galileans? And here it is that we hear each in our own language in which we were born. On the day of Pentecost. The curse was broken. There ain't no way you can tell me you spirit feel and keep up all that confusion. Ain't no way you can tell me you spirit feel and you jealous of your brothers and your sisters. You feel with some, but it ain't the spirit of God. That day the language barrier was broken that day they begin to build you can see it read read through the book about they begin to build again okay so so the curse is broken we see where the curse is broken. We see where everybody is now able to understand one another's language. You understand. I, I heard what you said. I understand what you said. I'm going to execute what you said because I understood what you said. Now let's, let's do this. I'm going to show you how bad you can look when you bring confusion. All right. Stay with me. Because we already blessed. Already blessed. Well, we are, you know, confused people, they ain't happy about the building being paid off. They're not, they're not happy. I'm happy about any church. The hymn, it got paid off. I was so excited. They're part of the body of Christ. I was so excited. I wanted to throw a party. I, I danced for them and I, I don't have any connection. I never preached in their church. All right. Luke 14. Luke 14. I don't have plans for confused people for 2024. Luke 14, verse 28. 
For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he is, <laughs> has enough to finish it? Evidently, Nimrod didn't count the cost because he didn't finish. Listen, if you were building and they stop you, you did not count the cost. While you were putting collars of leadership on them, you should have be done better at vetting them. You didn't count the cost. The little bit of thing that you sensed and felt, you ignored it. Why do you think he gave you the Holy Spirit and now you're going to ignore what the Holy Spirit is revealing to you and it has nothing to do with the hurt and the pain and the trauma of your past. All right. I know it's strong, but it's right. Whether he has enough to finish it. Verse 29. Lest after he has laid the foundation... And is not able to finish. All who see it begins to do what? Mock him. You become the laughing stock of your community. Those who were outside talking about you. Say, I told you that marriage wasn't going to last. They all bold and everything. I told you we wasn't going to make it. Because you didn't count the cost. Nor make correct decisions. Now those who really don't like you. Are ridiculing you. I'm trying to keep the message right in the road, but I just, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to. <laughs> I just want to keep my message in the road. If you ain't got it figured out, I got it figured out. All right. So those who mocked saying this man began to build and was not able to finish. They, they were watching you when you were laying the foundation. <laughs> they were waiting for an opportunity for their negativity to be valid. Y'all, we got some serious issues. Got some serious stuff going on. And we got, and, and, and if we don't give some clarity to where it's coming from, we're going to put a lot into something that's going to fail. 
Uh, there's a few women who had a good cause, a heartfelt cause. They were trying to do something to offset the pain and suffering that they had been through. And you would think that everyone would be on board. But all of a sudden, you need a spokesperson for everything. You need a face for everything. But when a person gets jealous of the one who is now the spokesperson, confusion breaks out. Now they got to stop building on this worthy cause that will save our young men all because confusion came to a worthy cause and shut it down. Now they're all in separate corners. Nothing's, nothing's being done now because they're all in separate corners because we can't get along because she said she wanted to do this and he said he wanted to do that. So now they're all in separate corners. That ain't nothing but a curse. Now you in your corners with your resources and you in your corner with your resources and you in your corner with your resources because you're afraid to bring them together because you're afraid that you're going to lose something because you know there's confusion among us. I respect y'all for coming in here on Wednesday night. That's, that's, that's major. That you, you're saying, I trust you and Lady Davis, Apostle. I trust Refresh. I come because I trust you. I believe something beneficial is going to happen for me because when, when we come together, as I was looking through my spreadsheets, Early, earlier this year someone that looked like me and I trusted I could see on my spreadsheet, my spreadsheet the betrayal the very moment the very moment of the betrayal I could see it on my spreadsheet black and white your numbers always decrease wherever confusion exists I can show you my spreadsheets right now. <laughs> See, I, I keep up with things. Because I understand how things operate. And anytime you're thriving and then you start diving. somebody got some stuff going on. Anytime a project, I, I'm able to rectify things because I have the authority to do it. But if I had to wait on the deacon board. Look, you're investing too much. I know this is straightforward, but you, you, you're investing too much. You have, you, you're giving too much. You're believing too much to let something come. And run you away from the project you called to. Sasha, I finally realized what the devil was doing. I finally realized it. 
It took me a minute. Since he can't confuse me, he wants to create confusion around me. That when I get up, it seems like confusion. Oh, we're going to end that in 2024. Because if I'm not confused, ain't nothing about refresh that ought to be confused. What's on the head flows down. If the head ain't crazy, why is the arm and legs crazy? Now, every limb in my body works with me. I said every limb in my body works with me because I'm not cursed. I'm not cursed in my thinking. I'm not cursed in my spirit. I'm not cursed in my physical body. And every part of me works with me. And that's the example God put before you so you'll see our body works together. My legs help me to get on and off the stage. My hands help me to carry my mic and my Bible. There is no way that my hand is going to deny me as long is this attached to me so this is this is what's been happening to us y'all it's us it's been happening to us and we can't blame another race for what's happening internally we got to address this curse and bring wealth to our people. Because if we, if we break that curse, God will shower us down with blessings that we don't have room enough to receive. He can only give us so much because we lose stuff. So you, you think, you say, you, he only gives us stuff that we can handle because we lose stuff, okay? You don't believe that. Let me prove it to you. Five talents, two talents, one talent. Why did he give him one? Because he was going to bury it. He was not going to do anything with it. He gave the other one two because the other one was being mentored by the one that had five. He put his fire to the exchange. When the Lord of the, of the vineyard came back, he had ten. The one who had two had four. The one who had one misdiagnosed the heart of his leader. When confusion is there, they don't know me. I don't care how long they've been here. Because if they knew me, they would not hide their talent. They would put their talent to the exchange. And they would receive a harvest. There is no such thing as burying it when you know what's really going on. It's going to take faith. What makes you think you're not having an illusion? What makes you think you're not killing the character of, a, of an individual who is trying to rally people together because you have an experience from the past that you have not gotten over? Yeah, we need a whole lot of therapy. So there's so much we could do if we just come together, shut off the pain of the past and get the vision for the future and put your hand to the plow and not look back.
All the way the devil's having a conversation with you. You have withdrawn yourself from your service. And you're looking around and you caught the attention of the devil, not the devil catching your attention. An idle mind. Your mind is too idle. You got to keep your mind going. You got to do something with your mind. Your mind is not created to sit still. If it sits still, you will have a passenger that gets in that can't drive. Now our children don't trust the ministry because of you. How in the world are they going to trust the ministry and you go home and talk about the ministry after every service? That brings confusion in your household. Now you want them saved. Now you want them fear-filled. Now you want them baptized. How are they going to get the full impact? Because you took the value away from it at your dinner table. y'all they have they have destroyed a lot of our opportunities some of us don't know how to be halfway in and those type of mindsets and those kind of curses have broke down not just churches but businesses i've seen businesses that should be thriving in this church and they no longer exist and if i let that same mind operate freely in this church this church would no longer exist but you got to break that curse and you got to let people know, use your faith to finish. Every day is not going to be pleasant. Use your faith to finish. Every day is not going to be sunshiny in your marriage. Use your faith to finish. It's not all the time everything is going to look like you want it to look, but it needs, it takes faith to finish. I go when I want to go. I go when I don't want to go. I preach when I want to preach. I preach when I don't want to preach. I just keep doing what I know is right to do because that's the right thing to do. Before you start giving the de devil credit for your failure, ask yourself who you're with. The devil's getting too much credit for what confused people are doing. It's time to finish it, y'all. You want to know what makes Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. a mockery? The stuff we do right now. We have all this opportunity, but don't know how to come together. This Holy Spirit that came in Acts chapter 2, it eliminated the division among them, the confusion among them. This is how you check the Holy Spirit. Stop them from speaking in tongues at the altar and tell them to go hug the person that just done something they don't like. 
Let's see how many tongues you got. Let me tell you this. Let me give you the nature of Jesus. Embodying Jesus Christ until he is seen in a way that you love, live, and lead. Let me give you the nature of Jesus. Philippians 1 verse 6. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. He don't believe in incomplete work. He don't believe in a foundation that doesn't have a structure on it. He doesn't believe in a vision that doesn't take on physical form. He doesn't believe in giving you a dream and not giving you the fuel and the resources to, to make that dream come to pass. The more you move towards what the dream you have, the more resources come to you to get it done. Don't let somebody talk you out of what you know God told you. Some people are like getting on a bus. You pick some up some places, you drop them off in other places. Know when to pick up, know when to drop off, but keep going to your destination. I want to know, is there anybody in here that's ready to break a curse and want to reach your destination? But not only are we going to have a great church, you're going to have a great life. You're going to have great businesses. You're going to have great families because that's what this is all about. It is not about me preaching. It's about you demonstrating what I'm preaching. Your marriages will get stronger. Your family will get stronger. Your entrepreneurship will go to another dimension. In these last moments, I need you to shout because what we've done, we broke the curse. We I feel something moving in here now. I move. I feel something. You don't have to lay hands on, on anybody. When you get in an atmosphere like this, healing is automatic. My God. Somebody shout complete it. Shout it again. Complete it. God, what you started with us, complete that thing. My God, I gotta go, y'all. Look, the Bible says Isaac sold in a time. Of famine. The Bible said he began to prosper. It got started. He continued prospering. Are oh, we on our way? He continued prospering to be until he became very prosperous. Prosperity. Don't stop what you get in the house and then a degree. 
prosperity keeps on going until you become very prosperous. Why did you stop when you got the job, when you got the business, when you got the house, when you got the wife, when you got the children? God has more. I, I need in this last minute, I need you to push the issue right now. I need you to push it. The devil wouldn't talk to you. Haters wouldn't talk to you. Critics wouldn't talk to you if you push the issue. As long as you sit there idle, you're always going to have a conversation with something you shouldn't talk to. They should never come and ask me what's wrong with you. You should be so on fire. Every time you see me, I'm on fire because every time you see me, I'm in my purpose. in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right. Log on to StephenADavis.org now and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.